No reports from Rep. Steve Doyle. No reports from the Democrat candidates for county boards. So uh, we'll see if that shows up uh, in, in July. But it seems to me there's some serious questions here about whether or not they followed campaign finance rules. I'm Jen O'Brien. And I'm Bill Fian. And this is another episode of Fact Check. Fact Check, your only dependable source for local news from a conservative viewpoint. So, not long ago, Bill Fian sent me a text to read an article in the Lacrosse Tribune. You know I'm a Wisdom fan, so I was grudgingly compliant. To their credit, it was about as fair and balanced as news reporting gets these days. It still felt very slanted to me, making Republicans look bad for outspending Democrats locally on the nonpartisan local races, the school board races and such. Bill, what's your take on that? I don't disagree with any of that. I think that that they definitely didn't tell the whole story. And, and the whole story is, as we've said before, that Democrats began politicizing these races decades ago. Steve Doyle got elected to the county board in 1986, and he was the architect of eliminating not only all the conservatives, but even trying to get rid of conservative Democrats from the board. And there's ample evidence of that. I've talked in the past about the letter of endorsement from Congressman Ron Kind endorsing my opponent in 2010. Uh, More recently in 2020, Steve Doyle sent out a letter from his assembly office endorsing uh, uh, Kevin Hoyer's opponent. And what they really don't talk about is all the work that goes on behind the scenes between all the Democrat Party operatives, uh, the friendship cards they send out, and all the targeting that happens through the Democrats' uh, voter data system. So there's a lot more to this story than just what happened in this race. And I would point out that what what they reported in terms of spending it doesn't really tell the whole story because uh, the first thing is the report that they cited was only through March 23rd. So there were almost two weeks of time left before the April 5th election. We know, but maybe not everybody knows, that most of the money is spent in the last couple of weeks, correct? Exactly. So we won't actually get to see all of that data until July. But the other thing is that we saw the Wisconsin conservation voters come into this race uh, sending letters, endorsing Democrats in every, I think it was 16 uh, districts where they endorse Democrat candidates because of their support for clean water. And that's just, uh, it's not really accurate. Uh, I know um, Rob Abraham and Kevin Hoyer both are huge advocates for clean water. Who doesn't support clean water? Well, and, you know, Hoyer's a farmer. I've heard him talk about, you know, everything he's been involved in, in the organizations in agriculture, pushing for more sustainable practices to ensure we have clean water. Rob Abraham's on the Bryce's Prairie Conservation League. I mean, you know, these are people that do care about um, um, a clean environment and clean water. Uh, so it's a pretense. The, the, the Wisconsin conservation voters have come up with a pretense for sending these mailings out, endorsing these candidates. Uh, but it's clearly support for Democrat candidates only. And I don't believe that we'll really know how much they spent uh, until July because one candidate told me he had three letters into his district, three separate letters. So 
as we look at this and we look at the spending from Democrats, we can't ignore the fact that Steve Doyle was once again playing. He was sending out postcards. Uh, those are expensive. So uh, one postcard I have in particular was endorsing school board candidates and three county board candidates in Holman. And I can tell you, because I was intimately involved in the process from the Republican side, that when you mail 1,000 to 1,100 postcards into a district, that's a five or $600 expense. So how did these people manage to send three uh, letters into you know a county board district and not exceed the $2,000 uh, that is the threshold for reporting? So what do we see here? No reports from Rep. Steve Doyle. No reports from the Democrat candidates for county boards. So uh, we'll see if that shows up uh, in, in July. But it seems to me there's some serious questions here about whether or not they followed campaign finance rules. The only reason I bring it up is because I, I just find it really unusual that there's no campaign finance reports from their side. You know, it's been reported what what we did, but there doesn't seem to be any reporting on what they did. So I think these numbers are probably very misleading. I My estimate is that the Democrats and the Wisconsin uh, conservation voters spent a lot more money than we did. That's that's my perspective on it. Um, but in the end, you know, Chergosky says that this is somehow damaging uh, local elections. And I just have to strongly disagree because our involvement, we can demonstrate, if you look at the the towns where there were contested races where we played as the Republican Party. We sent mailers out that said they were from the Republican Party and we endorsed candidates. Turnout went way, way up. So 46%, 40% in two other places. So the fact that the Republican Party got involved in these races was a, it resulted in a greater Higher voter turnout. Absolutely. Absolutely. So how can that be bad for local elections? I just think Chergosky and all the people that are trying to say that our involvement in these local races somehow damages local government is, is demonstrably false. How does somebody know who the conservative candidate is in a nonpartisan race? There's no R or D in front of the candidates' names. So where are they going to go? If we as the Republican Party aren't going to tell them who the conservative candidates are, then they don't know. And I think there's a pretty clear case to be made that if we had not been involved in these races, there would have been no conservatives elected to the board. And what the article didn't really talk about is the fact that there were six candidates who ran as independents who were running against Democrat-backed candidates, five of the six lost. The only one who won was Gary Podesky. The other nine races that we were involved in, that where we put in heavy support, we won six of those races. So if, if Republicans aren't involved in these races and voters don't know who the Republican-backed candidates are, they have no incentive to vote. So I think uh, our involvement in these elections is healthy. The Democrats are just now starting to realize that they're, they can't just run unopposed in these races. Uh, the Republican Party is going to step up and support candidates, and, and that's the way it's going to be in the future. I'm Jen O'Brien. And I'm Bill Fian. And this was another episode of Fact Check. We encourage you to join the conversation on our Facebook group, Fact Check Wisdom with Bill Fian, and subscribe to this podcast wherever you listen to podcasts.